just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. What a beautiful day. We thank God the whole day has been very awesome. Wow. The weather has been very good. And tonight we are back to talk to you about, you know, model marriage. Wow. Relationships. And today the subject is it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Pastor Richard is here with me, as usual, as my guest. And I believe that you just have to call somebody and tell him or her that the program is on. Magnified Word Broadcast, Model Marriage. We're discussing about things to do with marriage. And because it's a Christian program, we always want to start with a prayer. So, please just, wherever you are, let's pray. In the name of Jesus. Pastor Richard, please pray for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight as you have gathered to share ideas, to talk about modern marriage. We pray for the spirit of understanding. We pray that, Lord, your perfect will be done. Holy Spirit, take charge and teach us what we must know. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, we just have about 55 minutes to be able to discuss something. So I'm going to try my best to be brief. Today we're talking about the duties of a husband. <laughs> you know? And I expect everybody to have a copy of this book. You see, the duties of a husband. Before we end, I'll show you the book so that you can try and then get your copy. But it's part of the Macario 60. A set of books written by Bishop Dagwood Mills, who is my father in the ministry. You know, so when we talk about husband, is he? It's very important for us to understand the meaning of husband from the roots. You know, word. You know, here he says that the word husband comes from some Anglo-Saxon words, which mean houseband. Houseband. And this implies a strip of metal or rope used to bind the house together. Wow. <laughs> and so a husband therefore binds together the home in terms of its organization and control. You see, so um, today as we talk about husbands, God will in the next session, if God allows us, and Jesus doesn't come, <laughs> you know, because just a few days ago there was an earth tremor and I'm sure a lot of people thought that was the end. And it can be. So if Jesus doesn't come, then we'll go to the duties of a wife. Wow. So today we are talking about husbands. And uh, Pastor Richard, there are seven major duties that the prophet talks about. And we are going wow. to go into it. Wow. So um, I want us to just, first of all, mention the points. So that people will just begin to think through as we go in detail. So, what are the seven duties of a husband? Number one, the first duty is that the husband is the head of the family. Wow. Okay? Head of the family. Number two, the husband is to love his wife. It's a command. It's a duty. (laughs) Number three, the husband is to make the wife feel happy at home. So it's a command. And it's a duty. Make sure you make your wife feel happy. You know, if some time ago I was to be in South Africa or East Africa, I would have said, happy. Make sure your wife feels happy. Number four, respect and honor her. That's a duty. And we're going to go into all this. Very exciting. And then number five, Protect and care for her. Protect and care for her. I 
I can see some sisters already happy. <laughs> yeah. And number six, work hard to provide for the needs of the family. That's very important. Yeah. Work hard. Okay, and then the last one, provide for her sexually. Wow. I'm sure this one, the men are already <laughs> happy. Because most men, that's what they are dreaming about. Yeah. Even on the wedding day. <laughs> on your wedding day, what were you thinking about? Oh, I was thinking about sex. You're thinking about? Yeah. Sex. How to make her happy as we are going. <laughs> so like that night, as we are going, how to make her very happy, have a good sex and be happy. Uh, where, where did you, where, you had a wedding? Yeah. In church? In church. Where? At uh, Power Fire Ministry. My wife was not in Lighthouse. Okay. So we had it there. So, like, I don't know, but, so, like, before you even left the church, before you were prayed for to become husband and wife, what was in your mind? Do you remember? Oh, what was in my mind is, oh, me, it was all sex, like, Charlie. <laughs> Look, I'm going. That's the problem of most, <laughs> most of the men. It's all sex. And what, what sparked it is when they say, oh, you can, you may salute your wife. So as we were saluting, I was thinking that, oh, I've arrived there. Then they say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but interestingly, the wives don't think like that. No. Most wives are thinking about how people have attended their program. They're thinking about the colors. Yeah. Was it, did it work? They're thinking about their gown. <laughs> they're thinking about, look, wow, people are going to see my ring. Yeah. And then they're going to see that, no, now I'm also married. But the guys are not thinking like that. The guys, they are thinking about, look, hurry up and let's, let's do the thing. <laughs> Which is the seventh duty. And so most guys leave out the first six. Wow. And then just concentrate on the seventh. And that's why God wants us to talk about wow. it. So let's go into it. Let me show. Number one, the head of the family. You see, and here we are looking at headship in terms of authority. Yeah. What do you think about that, man of God? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bishop. I believe that when the family is going wayward, is the man that they play. That's right. Because if the children are going wayward, the children are not. Let's say you are a Christian, your children are not serving God. You 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 don't have. You must lead your family in all things, in morning devotion. In prayer, in, in, in everything you must lead their family because they are looking up to you. You know, I, I wouldn't want us to just be talking abstract. And so, most of the things that we would say, we want to use just to back it. Is look at what you are saying, Deuteronomy chapter 6. You see, Deuteronomy chapter 6. I love the music on the background. <laughs> Too nice. God bless those who are making all this happen. Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 6. It says that, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. This is Moses speaking yeah. to the people of Israel. And then you see, the, the Jews, they were usually talking about men rather than women. Oh, okay. If they had to count, they count men and, leave the and not count women. So he was basically talking to the men. Wow. So he said, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, mm. and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, mm. and when thou walkest by the way, mm. And when thou liest down, mm. and when thou risest up. So you see, he's teaching the men or the husbands what to do. Mm. Like you are saying. Yeah. So he said that you have to teach your family, your children especially. Even when you rise up. So when you wake up, it is your responsibility as a head to teach. Yeah. The teaching the word of God. He said that and when you walk around, so that you must walk around. You just can't be a husband or a father who is just always sitting at home. You have to walk around. And when you walk around, you also have to share with them. He said, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And he said, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. So that's why it's okay to have this um, religious Christian balance. Okay. With like, oh, I love Jesus. I am whatever. 
all those I am things saved. because they are scriptures. Wow. He says that and thou shalt write them upon thy posts of the house. That's verse nine. Mm. And on thy gates. So I just jumped up to verse nine. So that's the point you were saying. Wow. Continue, my dear. So it, it is you, the father, they are looking up. So as the head of the family, you must be able to tell your children, do this, have your quiet time, pray, go to church, go to school. Live your life this way. Don't live your life this way. Because you are the head of the family. That's and right. one day you are going to give account of the children to God. And, 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 Mr. Richard, you agree with me that even before the children come, this authority must be exercised on your wife. Yeah. Oh? Yeah. She must know that you are the head of the family so that if there is something, as the children come, it will be, it, the, the, the knowing is already there. But if it's not there, like you are saying, you are, the, the, the children have not come, your wife is not aware that at the head of the family, you see that there will be conflict, there will be crashes somewhere. But is there a situation where the wife is aware but the husband is not um, playing his role well as the head? Yeah, if, if, you, don't, so. if you don't take authority, it, it's a sign that you are not playing your role well. Yeah. If you don't put your feet down. Yeah. Because sometimes they are saying that they, you must say, but it's, oh, your wife should say it. This, but, but you must be able to establish certain things in their family that this is it, this is it. Then they will know that. Especially, especially when we are looking at some types of temperaments. Then I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. But you have situations where the, maybe the wife is that strong type. And you have the man who's a very cool, gentle type. Mm. If the man is not strong to put his feet down, you have a wife that seems to be the head. Yeah. Like this is what I want us to do. I want us to go to the shop now. I want you to just wash the children's things. By the time you realize your husband who is being asked to do things, <laughs> are you understanding? Me? Yeah. So what we are saying is that God expects the husband to be the head of the house. Yeah. Put your feet down. And He says that you must also actually exhibit that in your leadership. Yeah. Provide direction, provide guidance, and all that. And also responsibility. Responsibility here, we are talking about decision making. Like you were saying, you know, you don't have to backfire and say that, oh, I don't even know what to do. Let's, let me ask my wife. Everything my wife. <laughs> if you are like that, and especially your wife is able to give good direction, with time you take your place. Yeah. Oh, it's true. <laughs> because sometimes, let, let, let's take your, your daughter want to marry. Or your son want to marry and he has come down. Oh, daddy, I want to come and meet you with my blessed. Oh, see mommy. Oh, daddy, we want to see mommy. Oh, daddy, we want to see you. We have some discuss. Oh, discuss with your mother. Later she will brief so me. Gradually, what you are just. So they will not come to you again. Yeah. So any, any decision they want to take in their life, they will consult their mother and they will take you out. And, and, and sometimes, even before the children come in, I think sometimes there are some men who mistakenly do that. Wow. You know, they are not able to put their feet down to take decisions with their wives. Yeah. Like maybe we, I want us to use this money to build. Yeah. I want us to, you are not able to even have control over your wife's money. I think there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you are not able to have, take decisions on how your wife should use her time. You see, I don't know, but what we need to understand is that the day you as a man decided to go for that woman, God was giving you, if you want to call it, a land. Mm. The woman was like a land that God is giving you so that you begin to cultivate it. Mm. Just like he gave Adam the land, the garden of Eden, and he said that he should cultivate it. In the same way, the woman was given to Adam so that he will cultivate the woman. So when you're a man and you have, you have a woman come to join you as your wife, it doesn't come as a complete package. It comes as a land that mm. you must cultivate. Yeah. So you must put your feet down and then get your wife to become what you want him to be. What you want her to be. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then you are, you are failing your duty. Yeah? Oh. Because there are some wives, even the job they do, the job they apply for, their husbands have no say. What they use their money for, where they go. It's serious. You just be there and you call your wife. Where are you? So, oh, I've gone to visit this place. Ah, but as she was going, out, she didn't tell you anything. You are not aware. 
you don't know and that is it. But that. you have to really say that Charlie, I must, you must know your wife's plans. Yeah. A itinerary, where she's going. Very important. But so that you'll be there, you know, in the morning, your wife, ah, why are you packing? Oh, I'm going for a funeral. <laughs> when are you coming back? Three oh, days three time. Days. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That is a marriage that is bound to have an accident yeah. within a short time. So wives that are listening to us, please also humble yourself and take your time and allow your husband to be the head mm. in the home. Yeah. And husband, listen, if there's any problem, God will hold you responsible. When God came into the garden of Eden, who did he say? Who did he call? Adam. Adam. <laughs> say, Adam, where are you? He didn't say Eve. Because he knew that, look, Eve should be somewhere behind Adam. So there's always the Adam factor. Yeah. And brothers, that is why we are sharing this. It's your first duty. And so let's go to the second point, uh, which is to love your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> to love your wife. Uh, before we go into the, 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 let me give you another scripture to support what we said. Mm. You see, in, I think Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23, you see that for the husband is the head mm. of the wife, mm. even as Christ is the head of the church. And he, is the savior of the body. Mm. There's another scripture, I think 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3. It talks about, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ. Wow. And the head of the woman is the man. Wow. And the head of Christ is God. Or God the Father. So, if you want to look at it, it's almost like, we, if we starting from the woman, the woman, and then you come to the man, wow. and then you come to Christ, and they come to God the Father. So everyone looks up to the one that is higher. Yeah. So the woman must look up to her, her husband as the head. And the husband must look up to Christ as his head. Mm. And Christ is looking up to the Father as the head. Yeah. And that's how the marriage must be. And when we look at it that way, we do it so well. You have peace. I hope you enjoy what we are saying. Yeah. So let's go to point number two. That's the second duty, love. Wow. But there's a very powerful scripture that I want us to read, you know, so we can talk about it. Ephesians okay. chapter five, verse twenty-five through to twenty-nine. It says that husbands love your wives, and here is not talking about husbands as in a husband has wives. It's talking about husbands. Love your respective wives. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> said, ah, so I can marry more. No. Said, husband, or let me put it in singular form. Husband, love your wife. Mm-hmm. Plural. Husbands, love yeah. your wives. So that's what it means. So he said that even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Is it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water mm. by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. This is a very powerful scripture. Yeah. Is it that so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies? Mm. Yeah. That's what I want us to talk. I said, men. Or husbands must love their wives as their own body. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Yeah. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. What do you have to say, man of God? So what I want to say is that the love is must be whatever you are doing to your your wife, if it's done to you, will it be okay? Mm. The way you are treating her, the way you are, even when it comes to correcting your wife, how do you do it? Well, the Bible says that we should correct in love. So, whatever you are doing to your, your wife, just think of it that if it's done to you, will you be happy? Whatever you are saying to her, the way you are shouting on her, the way, like, like, like the first one we're talking about, that be the head of her, doesn't mean that you should just be bullying your wife around. 
Your wife don't have any freedom to go anywhere. She can't see family members. She can't see friends. Yes. There's a limit, but you cannot just abandon her totally, always in the house. Your wife has no freedom. Show her some love. Show her some care. That's right. When she's in trouble, you must be there for her. When she's not well, you must be there. And as you do that, your wife will really see that you really love her. I mean, that's the point. That is why these points are intertwined. Yeah. Very, very important. Because some people easily, because Charlie, I'm the head. (laughs) And you are the neck. So, what, whatever I want to do, you have nothing to say. No. So, it, that's why he said that, as Christ loved the church. So, if we want to follow how we must love our wives, we must look at Christ. Yeah. So, what are some of the things that Christ will do? So, the, Christ will give himself Christ for the give church. Himself. So, if you're a husband, you must give yourself to your wife. Christ will, it will, Christ, like in the multitude of our sins, Christ still loved us. In the multitude of our weakness and mistakes, yeah. he still loved. So when your wife cooks and it doesn't work, you gotta still love her. Yeah. I hope you are getting some revelation right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were heading towards hell, but Christ came in for us. We we're heading towards some very bad situation, yeah. but Christ came in for us. So your wife can be making a lot of mistakes, but you must be able to cover her. Just be there for her. Mm. But most men don't do that. No. They want to do that when, when it's before marriage. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I love you, I'm forgiving. But it's like after marriage, you quite, didn't you think? <laughs> What's wrong with you? What kind of school did you go to? Did you go to Saito or what? <laughs> I mean, what kind of, it's not easy. My friend was telling me that sometimes when they are in a, uh, a couple is in a relationship, even if the guy is, the lady is living at Tessano. And she called that she's not well. This guy would just rush and go there. But now if you are, you, they got married and he's at work and the wife is not well called. Get paracetamol. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's so common and it's so sad. Uh, it was Richard, it's, it's one of the things that I think we as husbands must actually be practicing. Yeah. And then people who are looking at us must see that, oh, He's a godly husband. Yeah. You see, and uh, I want to just mention a few things in that scripture oh. that needs highlight. Mm. You know, in verse 25, he said, give of your best to your wife. Wow. Sacrificially. Because that what you do is like you're doing it to your flesh. Yeah. You see how sometimes most men want to go to the gym, want to build up, Want to use spray on ourselves. Yeah. Want to feel good. All that you do to your flesh. You must make sure that you make your wife good. Yeah. Give your best, your best of your time, your best of your words, your best of your everything. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes we, the husbands give it to other people. Yeah. Instead of their wives. It's true. Yeah, a husband can just buy, maybe a colleague is celebrating birthday, can just buy a phone, a smartphone, and say, oh, happy birthday. Meanwhile, the wife is using yam. No. <laughs> There's something wrong. Yeah. yeah. You see. So give of your best. And he said that in verse 27, present her back to yourself. Mm. So what you're doing is that as you're spending time on your wife, as you're spending money on your wife, it is your wife. Yeah. Like Jesus spends time on the church. Yeah. Today, if I am born again and I'm a pastor and I'm a bishop, it is Jesus who took me from the world, yeah. worked on me patiently over over almost thirty something years. Wow. And today I am what I am today. People say, Oh, we shall be a blessing to us and all it didn't <laughs> start like this. Jesus had had mercy, he had overlooked a lot of things. Yeah. That's the same thing. When you get married, you're going to begin to see a wife that doesn't like bathing, a, a wife that baths, but baths once or twice a day, yeah. a wife who doesn't know how to cook the way you want it, a wife who sometimes screams at you, you don't like it. All those things that you may want and you may not want, that you would want to work on. Yeah. It is your responsibility to take your time and work on it. Wow. Because you are presenting her to yourself. Mm. 20 years later, when people are looking at you, say, wow, I wish I am just like this couple. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what, what has gone on. Wow. But the clapping will go to both of you because 
You have taken your time to do your duty well. So husbands, love your wives. Because you are presenting your wife to yourself. And the beautiful thing is that Jesus left the Holy Spirit to work on the church. Yeah. He didn't just leave us like that. He just didn't leave us. So I believe that the Holy Spirit is available to help husbands Mm. to work on their wives. Yeah. It's true. Oh my God. (laughs) He says that in the verse 20, 29, he said, nourish and cherish her. Mm -hmm. Nourish and cherish her with the word of God. And sometimes with physical things. What do you think about that? Yeah, when, when you cherish your wife, there are some things that you'll be able to do for her. You cherish her, let's say on her birthday, take her out, give her surprises. But you see others that on their wife's birthday, they don't mind. But on their colleague's birthday, like, they are the champion of the day. <laughs> their wives, their friends, wedding, you see them going and coming, going and coming. But when is your wife's, maybe, father's funeral? Or your wife's relative something. Then when you go like, you don't even know how to carry a chair. But as you are getting involved in other people's things, you should be able to also get involved in the things concerning your wife. That's right. And I believe that it's a sign that you really cherish your wife. That's very important. You see, and, and, and the nourishing also means you have to make sure that you feed her, you get her to fluff, to do well. Yeah. So sometimes you have to, Buy clothes for her, yeah, or give her money to buy clothes. It it may not you may not have enough, but think more about your wife than yourself. Yeah, I think Jesus thinks more about the church the than church, himself. The more than the church. No wonder he allowed himself to be put on the cross. When you think of himself, I don't think Christ would have gone on the cross for us. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think so. So, so we must always think about our wives. Mm. Very, very, very important. <laughs> I know some people would have their own um, <laughs> school of thought on that. But you see, so far as you are the man who has gone to marry, it's your responsibility yeah. to nourish and cherish. And this is what the prophet Dag has extracted from the word of God. Yeah. The man is presenting the woman back to himself. It is for his own good to nourish, cherish, and beautify his wife. Yeah. Let her feel loved, wanted, and accepted. Unfortunately, there are some marriages that even the wives, talk to, they just don't seem and feel loved from their, their husbands. Yeah. Because the husbands don't have time for their wives. At all. But you see, that's why we are talking up about this because when we get to heaven, God is going to judge us even with regards how we behaved in marriage. I have, I am led to do this program because I have come to see that marriages that are working seem to impact the society. Yeah. And also impact the church. When you see a couple that are fine, that are sane, that are enjoying their marriage, a lot of people can have people to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. They send good signals that God is good all the time. They send good signals to their children. Yeah. Who in the future will also do well. But when you see marriages that are suffering and struggling, it also sends wrong signals to the children. children. So you begin to see children who become rebels. They don't want to marry. They don't want to marry. And a lot of things which has later effects. Yeah. Later demons enter into people because of the kind of rough marriages that they saw their, their parents it's in. It's true. So it's very important. And Satan is targeting a lot of marriages. That's why we are addressing this issue. Yeah. And my prayer is that if you think you have you have good reasons why you don't have to love your wife, talk to a counselor, talk to your pastor, and I'm sure God will use them to be a blessing to you. Our phones are also going to be available, you know, on the screen. I mean, the first of it, you want to reach me zero two four nine three two zero six five seven. Zero two four nine three two zero six five seven. You are calling from somewhere outside Ghana. You can use the prefix or the code plus two three three, and then you add two four nine three two zero six five seven. Very important, and you can reach us so that we can be a blessing yeah. to you. Yeah. So it's very important. Point number three: make your wife feel happy at yeah. home. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, me, I, I think that is a very, very important point. That hmm. you should let your wife feel happy at home. If you are around, your wife should feel you. She should know that you are around. If you are at home, she should be. It's not that when you are at home, it's like, hey, some monster bees in the house. As you are coming, you own the car, then people are scattering around. Your wife is not at peace. But she should, so far as you are she should have some joy and, and happiness. Like, I can't wait to see my husband. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. Look, Pastor Richard, let me read this to confirm what they're saying. He said that Ecclesiastes 9 9. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest. Mm. So, in the first place, you must love the girl. Yeah. All the days of the life of thy vanity. Mm. So, as we are living on this earth, we all must agree that it's a life of vanity. Vanity means empty, useless. So you didn't stay long and you have to leave. Yeah. And then go to eternity, either heaven or hell. But once we are here and you are married, love your wife. Wow. And it says that live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of your vanity, which he has given thee under the sun, all the days of thy vanity. For that is thy portion in this life. Mm. And in thy labor, Without takest under the sun. Mm. So it is your portion. If you choose this type of person, it's, it's your portion. Yeah. And you must enjoy him, enjoy her. <clears throat> it says that Proverbs 5.18, let thy fountain be blessed mm. and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Yes. You see, so it's very important for us to make sure that as men, we make our wives happy at home. Yeah. Anything that will make your wife happy, you gotta do it. Unless it's, it's ungodly. And I wonder if, I mean, but you must believe God to make sure that what you are doing is making your wife happy. Yeah. There are situations where you have couples that, I mean, they, they, they seem to pose when they come out. When they come to church, you see them smiling. Hello, the same cloth. So, oh, hello. Then, but when they get back home, mm. have you seen such situations before? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Prophet gave us some scenario about some couple in church. As they come to church, they are in the same attire. They are smiling, holding one another. But when they sit in the car, it is finished. Let's see. When they get home, everybody goes, go to your room, I go to my room. And they don't talk at all. As soon as they come to church, it's like, oh, they are giving ways. Oh, oh, how are you? Oh, Pastor, everything is fine. The marriage is working. But the man is not making the woman happy at all. You know, when, when I got married, for those who have been following this discussions, I think that the last two discussions, I mentioned how the early days of our marriage, it wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't. Is it because we were in a foreign land? And I can tell you of a fact that it was it was very 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 difficult. Very 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 difficult. Very 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 difficult. <laughs> but you see, it was within that season I got to know that usually every first five years of marriages. People, the couple would have considered at least once that they made a mistake. <laughs> they didn't hear me. Those who are not married, listen to me carefully. The first five years of every marriage, the first five years of every marriage, at least once, the couple would have considered that maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. This same guy that you used to do everything for this same girl that he used to do everything for. After you got him married, you begin mm. to see some things you just don't like. <laughs> and that can push you to say, ah, ah. why didn't I marry Kwajo? Mm. Why didn't I marry Prince? Why didn't I marry J- um, 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 what? Jennifer. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> but, if you allow God and the word of God to guide you, you realize that you get over it. Yeah. And then later, 
over over the time you begin to say, ah, tell it, I am blessed, pal. And that's what happened to us. Yeah. So the early days of our marriage, second, third year, it was a difficult, very, very difficult. But over time, as as a man, I decided to allow myself to be worked upon. Mm. I remember I went to the mountains and went to pray. And I said, God, why am I struggling in my marriage? I'm a pastor. But I'm not happy. And my wife was also not happy. Because I wanted my things this way. <laughs> and she also wanted the things that way. It's that. Every time there was a problem. And then the Lord said, Chris, go and read the mega church by Bishop Dag. Wow. Yeah, mega church. Marriage, which was mega church. Interesting, eh? <laughs> and because you see, as a pastor, I was using mega church to grow the church. Mm. And you see things like how to develop devoted members. Yeah. How to make sure that your members become committed. So the Lord asked me to go. The principle of a vessel changed. Mm. So I had to go read and apply to my marriage. And I realized that the problem was me. Wow. And then gradually, as I was changing, without any effort or pressure on my wife, I began to see her also responding. Mm. And today, to the glory of God, look, we rarely have issues. Wow. We've been enjoying our marriage. And interestingly, all these things happened when the children were just born. So, uh, my first one, my first daughter had been born just one year or two years into our marriage. She didn't know all this. Yeah. But by the time they were now growing up, understanding things, daddy and mommy have solved their issues. <laughs> they have seen where they, this one, they have to blow a whistle. Pro, pro means that here we don't cross. Pro means that this one, this. So by the time the children would be growing up, you have solved all these issues mm. and appreciated yourself. And you know where not to cross, what to do. You understand each other. And today they are enjoying us. They see daddy and mommy who are very A1. happy, everything. <laughs> A1. And truly, it is A1. Wow. So I'm saying this to encourage you. And it is the authority upon which we stand to have this program. Wow. That we are married people who have seen things before. And God has helped us to overcome. Mm. And by the grace of God, we are still married though, but we are enjoying and I'm sure we Hallelujah. can extend Hallelujah. this blessing to you. Is it so? Love your wife. Make her feel happy. Let her feel accepted and special. Yeah. You see? Stay at home. Stay at home. Stay. A lot of men don't like staying at home. Stay at home as often as possible and provide companionship for your wife. Yeah. Because, Bishop, there are some people when they come on leave, they're like, I'm going to visit my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you have come on one week leave. Then you just go Go and be with your parents. Uh, after uh, you, I, I don't understand. You mean you mean you, you he, the man will leave the wife. The wife. And he says it's going to be because he has wow. come on leave. But this is the time rather you must spend with your wife, make her happy. Maybe you have been busy, but this one. It's almost like another animal. Yeah. Just go out, spend some time. But some people rather choose to do other things as they have come on leave. So we are begging you from the studio. <laughs> If you are like that, oh, somebody, I, I can see somebody wish that, oh, I wish I could ask these people some questions. <laughs> I think the next time we'll give you that opportunity. Because I can see somebody wanting to ask that. So if I also have to go and visit my mom, when should I do that? You can do that with your wife. Yeah. You can plan to go together. And I can see you asking another question. What about if my wife doesn't want to go? <laughs> Encourage her to go. There's a way you can do things to get your wife to flow. Yeah. And that's why we say you are the head. It's true. So if you have another question, you can send it on WhatsApp or send it and I'm sure we'll try and then find a way of helping you have answers. Do not be harsh on her. Mm. All that is making her feel happy at home. Yeah. So if your wife does something you're not happy, don't be harsh on her. Mm. But Richard, have you been harsh on your wife before? Oh, so many times. Let me read this before you even answer. Husband, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Mm. Colossians 3.19 <laughs> So many times. Yeah, sometimes oh no. I'll be screaming. Oh no. Sometimes I'll like, ah, why this? Why are you doing this? Sometimes I'll go to church then. Maybe she's trying to do some 
some hairstyles, some other things. Then it will be like, ah, why are you there? I'll be screaming. I'll wrap and let's go. I will leave you. You are wasting my time. Mikra, why did I wait for you? And I'll just be shouting, 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 shouting and thing. But I believe that it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing to be screaming and shouting and other yeah. things. It's not, wow. it's, not, it's not a nice thing. So have you stopped? I, I, I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. One day I was just shouting. And my son, my little boy, at that time he was, I think now he's four years. That time he was around three. He came to me and said, Daddy, why are you shouting? Oh. <laughs> Your son came to ask you, Daddy, why are you shouting? I was, I was, I, I didn't know what to do. And my wife was like, ah, but you can see, you are just, you are just shouting on everybody. I said, oh. you, you know, <laughs> I, I, I am happy I'm talking to you. Yeah. But I pray that God would help you. Amen. Because a lot of wives who have husbands who shout at them, they coil in. Yeah. And then it takes another extra effort to get them out. You see? Yeah. It's almost like, ah, what is it ah, that has made you shout and be harsh at me? It's true. You know? And sometimes it's also because of what you saw when you're growing up. Mm-hmm. It's always like, being harsh is not really a big deal. Yeah, but thank God that we are pastors and yeah. then God is helping us. Amen. May the Lord help all of us. Amen. Is it so now? I want us to look at and then listen to her a lot. Because you see, and then encourage her to talk. <laughs> the, all this is part of making her happy at home. Listen to her a lot. Most husbands don't listen to their wives. It's true. When I say listen, I'm not saying that what he says, what she says is what you must do. But get her to talk and then yeah. enjoy her talking. Well, naturally, I believe that God has created women to talk. To talk. <laughs> or, or ladies, what do you think about that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have something to say. They have things to share. Mm. So if you are the type of husband who is, oh, I'm busy. I don't have time. I'm on my iPad. Mm. I'm working. Mm. If you don't take care, what will happen is that your wife will now begin to look out for opportunities yeah. to have somebody yeah. to fellowship with. Yeah. That's why you have a lot of wives who like movies. Yeah. A lot of wives who want some type of movie because they want to enjoy the, what they wish they could have. Yeah. You see? And a lot of wives who have friends who come into their life and like, oh, okay, I, I enjoy this person. And then gradually you even have wives who fall into adultery because they are now having people who seem to make them happy. It's true. It's true. And then you, the man, are now complaining. And my wife doesn't have time. And my, you started it. <laughs> and we are not condoning it, but that is what the devil wants to do. So it's a decision. Yeah. It's consciously a decision to take that. Let's say, I'm going to do everything possible. Look, the things that we are sharing here, I practice it. Mm. From this book that we are sharing from. And that's why I'm always grateful to this great man of God. Mm. Prophet Daggywood Mills, God bless you. Amen. Because you see, I didn't see, my father died when I was 15 years old. Wow. I was young. <laughs> and I'm close to my 15. Wow. So it's been a long time. <laughs> Very long. That my father died. It's not been easy. I didn't see a lot of marriage. I mean, whatever. My big brothers and sisters, maybe they had. So, where would I learn all these things? So, I'm blessed to have books that are godly books that have been written. And then the things that the books are saying, so far as they are backed with scriptures, I flow. That's it. And so, I learned something like, listen to her a lot. Look, I always have a particular time at home when my wife goes and comes. Irrespective of how busy I am, I'll just create some short time to just spend some time with her, listen to her. She's a teacher. So usually between three, four, she would have closed. So I know that, look, I have to do my work as a man of God, everything. And then around three, four, I must be ready. So when my wife comes and I happen to be home, 
then we have some time to spend together. Because there are times that I'm also not at home. Yeah. I travel and so she doesn't get me. So if I'm at home in that season, why not? Why not? So I think it's very important for husbands to spend some time with their wives. I, I, I don't know, but I feel some people are being blessed. Yeah. It's very you know. Now let's go to point number four. Maybe that will end for this session. We may have to continue because of our time. But the point number four was respect mm. and honor her. Richard, you're going to talk about this. Let me read the scripture. First Peter chapter three verse seven. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Mm. Mm. And a point of respect and honor here. What do you have to say? Yeah, I believe that so far as she's your wife, you must show her some respect. There are some, there's some couple, you see that the children are there and they come back to be shouting. You talk to your wife and they are in front of the children. Maybe one of their children or something has happened in the family. Your wife talked about it. Maybe you are not in favor. But in front of the children, you should not just speak anyhow to her. If you are not in favor, okay, mommy have said this, okay. So maybe I'll talk to mommy about it. There are some, there are some, there are some, some parents. Maybe the mother has checked one of the children. Who is daddy's favorite? And daddy will just come. He will not hit. He will not do anything. Just talking to the mother. Why did you beat her? Why did you do that? But maybe it, I don't think that it, 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 you are yeah. showing respect to your wife. Yeah. Sometimes in front of people, hey, let's go. Why are you there? Why are you talking to these people? Come on, let's go. And then it's like, you are disgracing your wife That's right. in public. Mm. So I believe that it's, it's, it's not a good thing. Mm. Then when it's, you, you might let her feel special on a special days, like a birthday, wedding anniversary, Mother's Day, and, and, and so forth. Let her feel important. Give her gifts. Buy her things. Buy her some nice dresses. When you are going out, like as you are introducing, oh, this is my wife. This is, but there are some, there's, I can't remember when we married fresh. And I went out with my wife. I went to like, we are married fresh, young guys that are married. We went to one of my colleagues' wedding. Bishop, I said, I don't know what, but I think that, that time there was something wrong with my mind. I forgot that I've even come with my wife. Let's see. She was dead. And my wife, she's, she's a tie. She, she doesn't she mind. Just, she does. She was just yeah. sitting down. I was chatting with friends going and coming. Hey, 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 hey. We were about to go home before I realized that I came, <laughs> you with, came with the wife. Oh no. And my friends were like, ah, what is wrong with you? So is that your wife? You didn't introduce her to us. Nobody knows that you have been Actually, come. actually, it's not because Pastor Richard is saying this, but usually we we'll say that, ah, then you are not a man yet. You were a boy. <laughs> you see, so if you are watching us and you are like that, then you are not a man yet. You are a boy. Mm. Because you see, a man, is someone who has been given a responsibility to take over something and is handling it well. Yeah. A caretaker. Yeah. So like you said, your wife, you went with her but you have forgotten. Yeah. You're rather happy with your happy friends. Happy with my friend. They didn't introduce her to my friend. But I as as you were told, one of the things that came to me that if you have something that you cherish, that's right. You wish you, you want others to know that Charlie, I have a car. If you have a car you you definitely drive it to your friend to say that Charlie, I bought wow, a new car. Charlie, your car nice, but yeah. So, but if you really also cherish and value and have some respect for your wife, there are a lot of things that you will do. That's right. Introduce it to your friend, to let people know, show her love on a special. They don't talk to her anyhow, Charlie. Even sometimes you have you have to overlook her mistakes. That's right. And in front of people, you don't just scream on air. You don't just shout on air. Uh, especially, that is very important. In front of people, public. Yeah. You know, the way sometimes some husbands would treat. Yeah. And I, I have done that before. In the early days. Is it where, maybe like as a pastor, I'm finished preaching. 
people want to talk to me and then my wife is oh we should hurry and go home because I said I'll close by 6 but maybe after 6 p.m. I'm still talking to people I say oh, what is the problem <laughs> you know things like that but I, I never thought it was hurting mm. see, so I think it went on like 1, 2, 3 and then issues came up and then she had to mention all these I said oh I didn't know so sometimes you don't know that what you are doing is hurting your wife yeah. but it's very important especially when you are in public how you talk to her yeah. like Pastor Richard is very very important let her feel good uh, one of the things that we want to say is that let her feel like the queen mm. that's all and then the wives also would want that when we get to the wives we'll talk about that mm. but let your wife feel like a queen don't let your wife feel like she's just an ordinary person when especially you meet other sisters yeah Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> a lot of brothers. No, 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 no. We don't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then talk about her positively. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is my wife. She works here. She's dead. She's that. When you do that, people immediately put value on your wife. Yeah. Because your, your, your presentation will determine how people receive what you have. That's true. So if you don't say anything about your wife and anything good about your wife, it's like, oh, that's my wife. Is that all you can say? <laughs> Meet my wife. Meet my wife. That's all. Some people wouldn't even say, Meet my wife. Say, look, just be in the car, I'm coming. <laughs> you see? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, but Richard, the scripture I read, you see, it, it said, honor your wife as the weaker vessel. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. As, as we are trying to. We, you, you should know that your wife is not perfect. You should know that she, she will have issues. You should know that there will be some few challenges. You should know that your wife is not like you. You should know that the strength that you have, your wife don't have. What you can do, your wife cannot do. Where you can go, your wife cannot go. Yeah. Things that you can say, your wife cannot say. So if maybe you think that you, you, you talk well, know that your wife cannot talk well. So that if she says something, you can make excuses for her. That's right. Because she's a weaker vessel. Yeah. Oh, she just talk. You are still smiling. Your wife is still shouting. You are still smiling. You are still smiling. Hey, people will people will just say, "Look, your daughter like your husband loves you." Upon hey, me, my husband like he have slapped me already. Mm. It's not that you, but you are having, you are making excuses for her. That's right. That oh, she's but she's saying it because. Maybe today she's not in a good mood. She has not cooked before. Maybe she's not in a good mood. Maybe today the salt is too much because so like you are trying to very make important excuses for her. Very very important because you know that she is a weaker vessel. So sometimes people would ask when you say weaker vessel, is it physically strength wise or emotional or spiritual? I don't spiritual. No. Because there are, there are a lot of sisters who are stronger, stronger than brothers. Far stronger. Far stronger. And you think it's emotional? Yeah. They are weaker versus emotionally. emotionally. There, are, there are some ladies as you are talking. Then... <laughs> and they start... I mean, small thing, then they just... Something that coil in. It doesn't even matter quarreling or maybe as you are saying it, you are saying it jovially. By the time yeah. you realize, it's become it, an it issue. It has become an issue. So, so it's more of things to do with the soul. Yeah. Is it so? We are saying that as a husband, you must understand your wife, and that's why I kept saying that it is. She's like a land that God has given you mm. that you have to cultivate. So appreciate her. Mm. Don't let her feel like she's. She's not enough. Don't let her feel that she's a problematic person. Mm. But rather, let her know that, look, you cherish her, you love her so much, even when you seem to see things that are not things you like. Yeah. Just, just, just overlook them. Yeah. And Pastor Richard is saying, 
And then in doing that, your wife now begins to see and would attest that, look, my husband, he loves me. He's always there for me. He understands my situation. And that's what it means by treating your wife with knowledge as we cover ourselves. Yeah. So it's very important. And never throw your hand at your wife. Mm. I don't know, but I, 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 I also believe that the weaker verses also sometimes do with the physical strength. Yeah. I mean, how can a man and a woman fight? <laughs> Even when it comes to wrestling, I've never seen a man and a, a, man woman, and a woman fighting wrestling. Boxing. Boxing. It never happens. It's the man, man. If you are a Tyson type of husband, go and look for holy food and fight him. Stop that rough there. Don't beat your wife. It's not right. It is not true. I mean, I can't imagine a brother lift his son and hit the wife. Mm. To be very honest with you, it should never happen. I'm begging you. I have never lifted my hand on my wife before. Never. Never. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, and she will never forget it. Yeah. If you hit her, she will never forget it. Actually, she will not trust you. Mm. And wow. I let my father and my mother to come to you. <laughs> let me say this. Do you know that? Do you know that? Pastor Richard, maybe this will shock you. Why is it that the Bible says that? And it says that the man will leave his father and mother. Eh? And then be joined to his wife. The issue is that the day we come to the wedding, the father comes with the daughter and then gives the daughter to you. Why? Because the father has transmitted or transferred the responsibility of fatherhood to you. So though you are called a husband, you also become the father. So you have left your father and your mother so that you join with your wife as a new father. To father her. So when you beat your wife, it's like you are beating your wife as a father beats the daughter. Which is wrong. Which is wrong. So in the cultivating, there's nothing like beating. Some of you, you beat your wife. It is wrong. No wonder she says, look, I'll marry again. Yeah. Sometimes because she loves you, she's not able to say what exactly has happened. Her eye has become something. So she fell down from the kitchen. A lot of wives lie just for the sake of yeah. covering their husband. Yeah. It's not right. I think it is when you are an unbeliever that you would have to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. Satan is your father. It's yeah. very true. But if you are a child of God, please. I think we have some 10 minutes more. So let's push. Protect and care for her. Mm. So here, he says that likewise, he has one dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor to the wife as unto the weak of herself, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. So now we are talking about protect and care for her. Brother Richard, protect her from the strain of housework. Ah. The pressures of housework. If she is tired, you should also try to help. It is not if she is tired. <laughs> she shouldn't be tired. You should, I mean, that's what, you should be there. Yeah. And how do you do that? Oh, by helping. By coming in to help. Maybe you are doing something. Sometimes you are not even helping, but you just being around. Around air, talking. Oh, maybe. Let, let's like, your wife is pounding fufu. And you are watching boy. And she's, yeah. she's cooking. She have finished palm no soup. Finish a uh, granola soup, and you finish. want to pay on the fufu. <laughs> <laughs> and then you are going to cross your leg, and this woman taking care of the children, pounding the fufu, pounding. The and then you can see that as she's pounding, at the mm. point she stops, she stops, and begins to just, and you are still enjoying or whatever. Yeah, you, are, you are just watching movie. Oh no! So you or playing draft with your friends. Yeah. Just waiting for the fufu. They should come and call you. And then you have come with your friends to also come and eat some. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are very, you are very some women, but you are a disgrace to the men. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not right. Yeah. Yeah. You see, but what, as you are talking, what came to my mind was, sometimes the husband cannot, maybe by virtue of what he does, be there to help yeah. himself. 
but you can you can help in taking some decisions. My wife these days gets so tired. Should I get a house help? Yeah. To to relieve her a little bit. Certain duties. Or can I? I mean something. Yeah. Something that you yourself will not be there, but you find ways of helping her so that she'll be comfortable. Sometimes she'll be working from work. She has to come and pick the children. I also believe that you can also find a driver to yes. go and be picking the children so that yes. you don't stress yourself yes. up and down. Very, and very that. important. So when we talk about helping her from the strain of work, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Protect her from the attacks of relatives and friends. That one is very, very important. Very, very important. Sometimes yeah, your wife's sister in laws, maybe your sisters and things they don't like your wife and other you must be able to stand in very very important you must be able to stand but not that and as they are saying you are also saying the same thing maybe if your wife didn't have gone wrong in their presence you must be able to defend your wife very very important so that when you go home then you talk to her on on issues very very important and i believe that it is very important too. and and this thing keeps happening i mean you have situations where People, husbands will hear maybe your mother will be saying this about your wife, your sister will be saying this about your wife, and they also come and then you are sorting your wife out. Sometimes in front of them. Yeah. I think she wouldn't take it lightly. At all. At all. So like, as we are saying, it is better in times like that for you to be able to, if possible, just meet at home and talk about it. Yeah. Peacefully. And I'm sure God will be happy with you. Amen. Because as your wife is happy, God is happy. Yeah. You notice that I said that so that your prayers be not hindered. So sometimes husbands' prayers are hindered because the wives are not happy. Yeah. Sometimes husbands' prayers are hindered. What is it hindered? That means that your prayer doesn't go to heaven. God doesn't hear. Because your wife is not happy. She is more susceptible to attacks, especially psychological and emotional. Yeah. So protect her from these things and help to organize her life, timetable planning. Wow. You know, so there are times that the wives don't, because of the many things they do, they get confused. Yeah. So we, the husbands, godly husbands, must get involved. Yeah. Help them to take decisions. So what are you going to do? Even if, let's say, your wife is, um, um, Schooling, I think you should be able to help. Yeah, and with some of the project work and all that, don't leave her just to be. You say you go to school. <laughs> you say you want to go to school. So yeah, that's what they'll say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hmm, as well, number six, work hard to provide. Work hard to provide for the needs of the family. Mm. Wow, this is very powerful. Very powerful. You must be able. To I, I think. I think this is so loaded. Point six and point seven is so loaded that within a few minutes, if I say we are going to continue, we would just not help our viewers. Wow. So what I'm going to do is that we will have another session. Wow. And then finish up with this particular remaining, mm. and maybe allow for question and answers. Yeah. So, I want to encourage you, if you have enjoyed this program, which is being aired on YouTube and Facebook, just send us questions. And then just say that, oh, Bishop Chris, thank you for this program. These are the questions that we have. And I'm sure myself and my guest, Pastor Richard, will be able to give you answers, biblical answers. That will be a blessing to you. My prayer is that all those who are married, you would enjoy your marriage. In the name of Jesus. And then those who are not yet married, may the Lord bless you with good partners, understandable partners, partners who are friends that you can actually flow with so that what God intends for you to enjoy in marriage shall be your portion. In Jesus' name. If you are not born again, I want you to pray this prayer with me because our desire is that one day when we all go to heaven, you also be there also. 
Let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. I confess you. I confess you. As my Savior. As my Savior. And my Lord. And my Lord. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. And be the Lord of my life. And be the Lord of my life. Write my name, Lord. Write my name, Lord. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. I will serve you. I will serve you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Jesus Amen. Amen. God bless you for taking this decision. Of all the decisions you have taken in this life, this is the most powerful. Because this translates you from going to hell and now you are going to heaven. May the Lord bless you. Anytime you hear of this program, I want to invite especially people that you think will be blessed by it. And their lives will never remain the same. It's been your own friend and brother, Bishop Chris Quinstonado. And my brother here, Pastor Richard Greenslade. May the Lord bless you. See you the next session. Bye. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0203 Stay blessed.